Hey guys, welcome back to 5nothing100nothing.com. I am Fuck It, standing for the fittest underdog guru using intelligent tactics. And today, guys, I want to ask you a question. How do you know when it's time to move on? Now, this can take many forms, okay? It could mean um, you're in a toxic relationship and um, you're still together and there's just a lot of red flags. There's a lot of things that um, should be deal breakers. And um, for whatever reason, they're not, you know, you might have friends and family that recognize those things and tell you, you know, "Eh, you know what, this may not be the right person for you or, oh, you guys got to work through these issues. But for whatever reason, um, you know, your partner may not be receptive to it. Uh, There may be some major um, things going forward that need to be um, fixed or agreed upon or communicated that could affect your long-term happiness. And a lot of times, um, once you're emotionally invested and you've got time in with this person, um, you start to become, um, in a sense, dependent on them, or there's an interdependence, or there's an emotional dependence on um, that their presence or um, them in your lives is like a drug to you. It makes you happy or makes you feel happy, but the extreme highs are also followed by extreme lows when it comes to talking about the important things going forward. And if there's major things, um, whether it's finances, career, where to live, uh, children or no children, what have you, that you have not discussed or gotten clarity on, um, then it's going to, um, what I find people tend to just let the relationship drag on and they push that stuff off to the side or they suppress it thinking that they're just going to deal with it later or um, the false belief that it's all just going to work out. And it doesn't, it actually boils and boils and, and it's like a pressure cooker until it finally blows. And usually the outcome is not very pretty. So <clears throat> when do you know it's time to move on? That's one instance. Another instance could be um, that a relationship ended and you did not want the relationship to end. And so you're doing everything you know to do and scrambling to either correct your wrongs um, or find a way to make it work and connect with the person. And they're not receptive. And it's like um, it's all uh, how a relationship is supposed to be give and take. It becomes more give than take <clears throat> where that person's not giving back to you. And it's like you're spinning your wheels and you've got to ask yourself, is the person really worth all that work? Because it shouldn't be that hard. If you're afraid to lose them, they should be in a sense um, afraid to lose you as well or not want to lose you is a better way to say it. So it's um, it's really a multifactorial problem where it could be that that person is meeting a deep subconscious need that you have. And let's say there's five things that you know you need to have in a relationship to feel happy, loved, secure. And let's say there's one major thing and it might uh, stem from your childhood or previous relationships where there was something that is like a real anchor. It's like a real big thing that the person is giving you, but yet there's five or six things that they don't, um, that are major nonetheless, but they're not the deal breaker ones. They're just conflict. They cause friction. They cause pain and, um, you know, lots of tears and sadness, but then because that one need is met, you're willing to give in to 
the other things and give up a lot of yourself and what you need and what you desire in a relationship to make that, um, to be with that person. So lots of compromise on your part and none on theirs. Now, that being said, I know there's a lot of times where, let's say, you've got um, not a non-traditional relationship, uh, meaning in a real uh, simple sense that the man works, provides, the woman is his helper, takes care of the house, kids, whatever. Maybe she works, maybe part-time, whatever. Um, and then you have it flipped where the woman is the wage earner. She can go out there. She's a go-getter, killer. She travels, um, you know, or she works a lot of hours and, you know, use the man. Let's say, again, a traditional relationship. I know there's many different relationships now, but just keeping it simple. Um, it could actually go for any relationship. But then you have, you know, you're playing the role of the supporter, the nurturer, um, which, you know, traditionally is not the norm, right? Or average. Um, so for some people that works, you know, the woman wears the pants, right? And the guy is kind of passive. He wants to be led because he's not motivated and uh, he takes direction. And so if that works for you, works for you. But if it's causing friction and you're not really that person, but you're trying to fill that role, um, in order to be with this other person who you're clearly not compatible with, then um, it comes back down to sunk cost fallacy where you're invested so much that you don't want to lose um, the game, so to speak. So yeah, in a sense, it becomes a game where you're trying so hard to make it work and it becomes a challenge that you want to win. You don't want to um, believe that your friends or family were right, that you're not compatible. You also want the ego boost of knowing that you can get what you want and that you're good enough for them or that you're valuable enough. But, you know, it's in the eye of the beholder. And if somebody doesn't see your value and you don't share some core values that are very important when, you know, life throws curveballs at you and stuff, um, then, you know, it's really hard, but sometimes you just got to move on and say, you know what? Here's the time frame. I've really given it my all. I need X, Y, Z to happen before I can move forward in this relationship. Like figure out what your boundaries are. What are your deal breakers? And are they something you can compromise on and feel okay about and live with? Or are they compromises that are going to fester and blow up in the future? And that's a hard one. And it takes a lot of time. You need to really know yourself. That's why I always tell people, spend some time alone. You know, whether you take a break from them or you completely break up and don't go dating and trying to um, fill that void with somebody else because that person's going to be a placeholder and they're going to be a rebound person. And, you know, either you're going to hurt them or they're going to hurt you because you're not ready because you don't exactly know who you are, or what you want. So it's all good. It'll work out in one way or another, whether you get back with the person and stay and work it through, or whether you, you know, cut that cord, uh, grieve, heal, and move on to something healthier. And um, I know in the moment, it doesn't feel like that's ever going to happen, but I can promise you, if you do the work on yourself and you're authentic and honest with yourself, that you will find somebody who you're compatible with and somebody that you can have a healthy, long-lasting relationship with. Like, share, subscribe. Hope you guys are well. Talk to you again soon.